What's up, guys? Welcome back to FamCast. This is episode 25. I'm Trevor, and I've got two of my co-hosts today. I've got Zach Wynn hey. and Tim today. Hello! And we're here to talk about the Game Awards. Uh, so uh, this podcast uh, being recorded about a, a week away from the Game Awards, so by the time you see it, it's probably only a few days away. Um, we just kind of want to go through the different categories and kind of talk about uh, maybe what, what we find uh, is most deserving of, of these individual awards, ramping up all the way to the uh, the Game of the Year award at the end here. Uh, but I, I always personally, I always look forward to the Game Awards every year. Not only it's a it's a good time to look back at all the the cool games we've played for the past twelve months, but also we usually get some pretty cool announcements too, as far as uh, big game reveals, world premieres, and all that. Um, so me personally, it's kind of twofold. I'm, I'm excited to kind of recap the this past year in gaming, but also see what we have coming ahead in uh, 2018 as well. well. Not only that, but it's really nice to uh, every once in a while I discover a game from the Game Awards. Like, oh, for sure. Like I'll see something in a uh, category, and I'll be like, "Well, what what, what game is this even?" Uh, and uh, sometimes I'll find something delightful that way. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of nice to see. Especially if there's a, a game that it's up against that you know you liked. Mm-hmm. You're like, well, if it's if it's saying that, you know, this game is comparable to this, or at least in the same category, I'll probably like it. Yeah, exactly. And I think one one memory I have of the Game Awards specifically, I was over at uh, Terry's house. We were watching the, uh, the Game Awards. And they... They that's when they announced Metal Gear Solid Five, but they didn't announce it as Metal Gear Solid Five. It was like this whole ruse that they had going, like it was this fake Swedish company, this this whole thing. But uh, people figured out that it was Metal Gear Solid Five, and it was amazing. Um, so I'm hoping. I know we won't get anything on that scale this year, but I don't know. Maybe we'll get some cool uh, new IPs. Um, I've heard rumors of like Soul Calibur Six. I've heard uh, Jeff Keighley say that. Um, we're going to get like a really new, big new announcement that no one's ever seen anything on before. So interesting. I'm always excited for new IPs. Yep. Exactly. Uh, so it's like a sequels right now. I agree. But what about you, Tim? No, I'm the same way. I always look forward to the VGAs just because it, it, it kind of like you, I get to reflect on everything that happened in the last year. And sometimes you forget what happened in the whole year. And you're just like, Oh yeah, I forgot this game came out. But, oh, yeah. uh, I remember my, favorite VGAs, I'm pretty sure it was a VGA, was when I was at uh, my friend Molly's house and we were sitting down and all of a sudden out of nowhere, Dark Souls 2 gets announced and I like just flipped out. Like, like <laughs> I was just like stun-locked in the face for like a long time because I wasn't expecting that. I mean, granted, the game itself was just kind of okay, right? But at the time, you know, it was, it was, an, I love the series. So it was just a fantastic sure. announcement because, like, as they're playing this trailer for it, it's like, I know this lore. Well, I, I know this lore. What is this? And, the, and it gets closer. I'm like, there's no way. And it finally gets, I just freaked out. It was, that, that was awesome. But no, I love the VGAs just because you get, you get that type of stuff. You get the new IPs, hopefully. Um, and you just get a, you know, if you're if that game that you really really liked winds up winning something, you're just like, good, it deserved it. You know, you just you have that yeah. that sense of accomplishment. We all yeah, I completely at, agree. We all worked at GameStop together when uh, Dark Souls Two came out. It's true. Yeah. Wow. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> many, many moons ago, under a blood red sky. Right. The might. Oh, okay. Yeah. Much um, much darker times much for sure. 
Um, so that, I think we should just uh, kick it off. So we're, we're going to start from the, the bottom and uh, go all the way up to game of the year. Uh, first category is best debut indie game presented by Chic Hydro. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> yeah, correct. <laughs> not, not affiliated with us. Please don't sue us. I, uh, just so um, you guys know, I am literally going to vote on these as we do it, too. Yeah, I'm the, I'm the same way. Oh, for sure. Uh, now, just to kind of... This is something before we get into this category. Um, I think, and this is just me. I always try to. I I kind of get confused sometimes. I try and vote for the the game I think is going to win, but then you know after I realize what I'm doing, I'm like, no, I need to vote for the game that I think is deserving of winning. The, like the game that I feel like best represents that category. Right. Because sometimes they don't line up. Right. So I just kind of wanted to to throw that out there in case you guys suffered from the uh, the same nope. thing. Um, but. Uh, to to start off with the best debut indie game, uh, we have five nominees. We have Slime Rancher, Mr. Shifty, Hollow Knight, Golf Story, and Cuphead. So I I, I know at least one of these we've all played. Uh, that being Cuphead, which I, I know we we all loved. Right. Uh, so that's uh, that's kind of what I'm leaning towards at first. But also Hollow Knight. Uh, we played a little bit of Hollow Knight on one of our our streams. Yeah. Trey really got into it. I I know I did too. Um, and then Slime Rancher is the other one I've played uh, just a little bit. But that, that was really fun, too. It was a cute little game. I played a lot of Slime Rancher with my son. Um, I played a lot of Hall Knight, but I've beaten Cuphead. I've not played Golf Story, but I hear it's very good. Like, I have yeah. friends that have played Golf Story on their Switch. They bought it and everything. And they were telling me they were playing a golf game. And I'm like, really? And like, no, right. dude, you have to try it. It's amazing. And I haven't yet. But, um... I don't know. Like, I don't know how you guys want to do this. If you want to just go in order, but my personal pick, even though I love Hollow Knight, I think Cuphead's my pick. Um, it's just a great game, and I've not played Mr. Shifty at all. I've not even seen Mr. Shifty played, so I have no clue what that game is. So maybe I'm doing, maybe I'm not doing proper maybe- justice to some things. But uh, I just, I, I even. I, I'm willing to bet that even if I had played Mr. Shifty, I still would have been like Cuphead's the better game. Well, and, and on that on that note, like one of the things you have to remember, if Mr. Shifty never even caught your attention for you to play it, clearly it's not something you'd be interested in, right? Like I've never heard I've of never that game either. Heard of it. Right? So it's not so much it never caught my attention; it's that it never entered my peripheral, it right? Never entered into my radar at all. Right, and it's the same here. Like I, I've I've heard of everything else except for Mr. Shifty. I've heard of Golf Store. I didn't know it was that big though. Like apparently that's bigger than I thought it was. Um, Slime Rancher was was fun for what it was. Right, it it yeah. was definitely a, a cute little game. It was fun for what it was. The hard choices be, for me are between Hollow Knight and Cuphead. Now I didn't play a whole lot of Hollow Knight. I did pick it up. I did play it a little bit, and I liked Hollow Knight. It was great. It was difficult. Um, it yeah. it was it was unique in its own way. But I would give it to Cuphead as well, just because I feel like Cuphead. Um, I, I don't know. I I wasn't going to pick up Cuphead actually up until you guys kept talking about it and talking about it. So I decided to do it, and the game just blew me away. Like I, I couldn't have asked for a mm-hmm. better. I couldn't have. I could not have seen that game in a better way than what I got presented to me. Yeah. I, think I, I feel. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm. I'm just following suit here. Um, I really loved Hollow Knight. Um, I, I love those style games, the, the Castlevania style games, to where you you go through the level, get upgrades, and you have to kind of backtrack a little bit to unlock different rooms you couldn't get past before. Um, and 
it's interesting that we're we're kind of stuck on these two because they're both um, hand drawn. Right. Yeah, and they're both, um, they're both gorgeous. Oh yeah, like one is one's definitely a little darker than the other. Right. Uh, one's kind of you know upbeat and bright. The other one's a little a little more uh, solemn. But I I would give it to Cuphead too. Now, granted, I I didn't play all the way through Hollow Knight, so you know maybe I'm maybe well, I'm cheating out. it there, but you play through Cuphead all the way either. <laughs> and yeah, I think that is true. I think Cuphead's a little bit more darker than what we give it credit for. Like it's it's it, if you think about it, the game's not so lighthearted. Like it is kind of a little bit of a dark game. It's well, if it, you look into it, yeah. Yeah, if if you take the like the actual story and like what's going on, it's a very dark. You you're right. essentially the devil's um collection agent. Right. Like you're going around collecting souls that owe the devil. Because you had a gambling a problem. Very, exactly, because you have a gambling problem. And you're a kid. And you're a child. Like, ah, that is so Not good, Not even though. that. A, a cup child. <laughs> even worse. <Yeah>. Even worse. <laughs> no, I really like What's the world Knight, coming to? The fact I never beat it, and the fact that I did beat Cuphead, suggests to me that Cuphead is might be a better game. I don't know. It's, it's hard to compare the two, because they're very much apples and oranges, but they kind of have some similarities. But I think Cuphead... Is by far. Well, I, I would almost put Cuphead as one of my games of the year. Like, I just for sure. Like it that much, and I think it's that great a game. And I I think we have to say that you know the, these are just going to be like our like these are just what we think wins best in that category. It's not like you know this is the definitive. Maybe you know maybe everyone out there that played Mr. Shifty and all these other games maybe they think that that's the better game, but I I think our consensus is Cuphead. Yep. Yep. So we will scroll on up, and we're going to go to Best Esports Game. Yep. Uh, so again, five nominees. We have Rocket League, League of Legends, Dota 2, uh, which I, d- I didn't realize Dota 2 was still going on. Maybe that's mm-hmm. my fault. Uh, Counter-Strike, Global uh, Offense, and then Overwatch. So my, my, if you don't mind, I'd like to jump in on this one. Yes. Because I'm not a huge person in the esports scene. Like, I don't know team names and stuff. But I do watch a lot of esports tournaments and such. Like anytime there's something like a big esports tournament on, and I know about it, I'll throw it on the TV while I'm watching the kids or I'm doing the dishes or something. And in my opinion, the most exciting. First of all, I don't. Rocket League is a great, fun game. I don't find it to be super exciting to watch with, as far as esports go. Um. So I, I don't even consider that a part of the list, to be honest. I think hmm. that the, the, my favorite, absolute favorite, is League of Legends. Like, to watch. It, it's just, it's a more appealing-looking game. Um, I like the casters seem to be better in League of Legends. Now, that's from a viewing perspective, I should say. Dota 2, and maybe, and maybe it does help. I don't know a lot about Dota 2. I have played it, but I don't know, a, like, a lot of high-level stuff. Um, and Overwatch to me is just, I don't know, I don't see it as an esports game, I guess. Um, Counter-Strike is, I don't know, man, just League of Legends is, uh, heads above everything else to me. Um, Counter-Strike is the, probably the most complicated and skill-related, uh, esports game, I would say. Um, may not complicated, but definitely skill-related, but, um... I think League of Legends does a better job presenting itself. Now, as a player, I would also go with League of Legends. Um, 
yeah, that's my opinion. That's my take. It's not a great take because that's, I mean, it's very much a popularity thing to me too. Like a lot of these choices I'm going to be making are all popularity related. Because sure. I, don't, I only played Overwatch for like the first two months that it was out and then I got bored of it. Um, Counter-Strike, I'm really bad at. <laughs> and like I just get crushed on. Dota 2, I never really got into. Whereas League of Legends and Rocket League are the only two I've ever really played a whole lot of. And to me, League of Legends seems like the most complex, yet easy to get into um, esports game, and it seems like the better overall um, presented esports game. So that's my choice is League of Legends. For for mine, because um, the the only one I play, and I don't even play it that much anymore, is Overwatch. Yeah. Um, League of Legends, League of Legends is just not my, not my kind of community. I'm just more of a casual player. Yeah. Um, but if I'm looking at this not from a game perspective, but from the from the description here for the game that has delivered the best overall esports experience to players, um, I would probably say, honestly, the the one that I enjoy watching the most isn't even on here. Is Heroes of the Storm. Um, I love watching like Heroes of the Dorm every year. I get really excited to like make a bracket. Yeah. Um, but since that's not a uh, an option. I'd probably give it to Overwatch. Um, the only reason is because now that they're ramping up the Overwatch League, I'm actually I've been following it a lot more as far as like, oh, now I want to like pick up my team and like find out who the players are and who I want to root for. So I don't know that that just has me more invested. Granted, it's because it's probably because I I've played the game, so I'm more invested in um, you know watching league matches and things. Right. I, uh, I, I don't really have. No, you're fine. I, um, I mean, Counter Strike, um, not not my kind of game, and I don't think I would enjoy watching it. Since I enjoy Heroes of the Storm, I'm sure I'd enjoy watching League of Legends or Dota. Um, but Heroes is just my um, my MOBA, so that's the one I'd prefer to watch if it was on here. In Rocket League, I could see that being fun to watch, but just nothing that I really follow. So my vote goes to Overwatch. Yeah, you know, League of Legends actually does something about like uh, it does a fantasy league, the LCS league. Uh, where you can pick, you know, a team that you want to win, and then you can pick players from different teams and make up like a fantasy roster of those players, just like fantasy football goes. And like depending on what points they score or assists they score that week, you get points for that, and you go up against other people's teams that during those weeks too. It's pretty cool actually. But yeah, Tim, what do you think? So me personally, I'm kind of on. Uh an interesting spectrum of this. Of all five of these games, I easily put more time into League of Legends. Uh, I when it was in, when it was out, it just came out of beta. It was actually officially released. I probably dumped three years into it, ditched one of my friends unintentionally. Like I didn't think about it, but I stopped playing console and just straight played League for like three years. Like the amount of time and money I dumped into that game is absolutely ridiculous. Um, and, and between that and Dota 2, I think League of Legends plays the MOBA part 10 times better. Now, again, that's my opinion, but I think League of Legends plays the, the Dota part 10 times better. Or not Dota part, but the MOBA part. MOBA. But my vote is for Rocket League. Um, reason being is hmm. I think League of Legends community is completely toxic, which is one of the reasons I actually got out of playing League of Legends. Uh, it's not fun to play anymore, and, and I think that becomes an issue and me personally I think that's an issue when, when a game isn't fun to play because you're just getting hounded on by by people as bad as you do in that game I, I don't want to vote for a game that's like that in any category but 
the reason I would vote Rocket League over over the other ones is I didn't play a ton of Rocket League. Um, I enjoy when I do play it for the most part. But I would assume my enthusiasm watching that game is kind of the same as people watching a football game or something. Because when sure. someone you know makes a goal and it was a ridiculously stupid shot where he jumped off the roof of the thing, did a backflip, hit it over someone's head into the goal, that's a pretty crazy thing to watch for me. Like I get, I get, I get kind of excited to see little little shots like that. When and when you make that shot, it's just I, I get a lot more hype. From, from that game, and I know I know Rocket League's a little bit of a smaller game compared to like League of Legends and Dota 2, but at the same time, I feel as an overall game is pretty large, and I just I myself have more enjoyment watching that game than I do any other esports game in terms of what we're listed here. I would agree with you on the Heroes of the Storm thing, but since that's not an option, that would probably be what I would go with. I don't think we uh, Heroes of the Storm is an option because it doesn't have the um, a tournament scene. Right, like you're not wrong. The only tournaments it has is uh, here's the dorm, and I guess they kind of have like a it's a Blizzard, um, backed tournament. I don't know what it's called. I mean, it just doesn't have as many tournaments. It doesn't have as big of a community. I think as far as community, I know that the the league community is toxic. I'm of the opinion that most gaming communities are toxic. I think content updates and tournaments i think that easily goes to league of legends i uh, sorry i didn't see that little uh that little line at the top under sure under best esports again that's why i'm going back um rocket league i don't i don't know man i just don't think rocket league makes a strong case i guess but hey we can we can differ on that that's right it's we all can. right it's okay that you're wrong tim that's right <laughs> i'm allowed to be wrong so we had we had one for overwatch one for rocket league and one for league of legends for that toxic game yes Hmm. Excellent. So we are of a consensus. <laughs> I'm right. Uh, right. <laughs> right. Glad glad we could uh, get to the bottom of that there. <laughs> um, so scrolling up, um, we've got Trending Gamer next. Yeah. Um, do you guys want to talk about that one real quick? Um, yeah. Actually, I, I just want to say something on this one because I uh, Able Gamers, my uh, good friend DJ Moonpickle, uh, who you might have seen at LA and PAX with us, he is really, really, really good friends with the uh, owner of Able Gamers. I'm trying to think of his name. My gosh, I forgot his name. Um, but he's he's the owner of it, and he does all these really cool things. I think Able Gamers is neat because what they do is they make custom controllers and, and situations for, for handicapped people so they can you know still get the full enjoyment of gaming as much as they can. And they go out of their way. They do these these charity things. They make all this stuff to help, to help people uh, who have disabilities be able to play their games. Um, so that... I, I, and I'm, I'm biased. I can't say I'm not biased towards this. I am clearly a little biased towards this. Um, is why I would go with uh, Steven is just because I know this. I know what they do and I know why they do it. And I think that is an absolutely fantastic thing. And I'd love to see Steven, Steven like keep rising from what he's doing. On top of I really don't know the rest of the four. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't. I mean that's that's I, a, I don't. a pretty good reason. Yeah, I don't know them. But but in this category, I'll just make it short and sweet. My vote is going to be Steven. And I think some of these categories we're going to have that too. Um, I, there, there's no way that we're going to play all these games and all these categories. So sometimes it's going to, it's just going to come down to, well, this is the only game I played in this category, so that's my yeah. vote. <laughs> um, for me, I from uh, I don't know. Tim's been filling us in on what able able gamers does. So it, again, if I take a look at the tagline, it says for a streamer, influencer, or media member who has made an important impact on the industry this calendar year. I'm kind of torn. Um, 
because I think Able Gamers does great things, so they've definitely made an important impact. Um, but then I also go to Dr. Disrespect, who obviously he's like blown up this year. You know, like he's, um, you know, he's basically one of um, Twitch's like biggest biggest names right now. Um, so I, I think he's made he's made an, an important impact in a in a different kind of way, just showing like a different way to stream. Um, maybe show, maybe this will kind of be a rise of like more character streamers, um, or, or people that, you know, do, do something that's a little bit different instead of just, uh, just jumping on as your normal personality and streaming. So I think he's, he's mixed things up and done something different. Uh, not that people haven't done character, uh, streamers before, but I think he's really the one that's taken off with it. Um, but I would probably say Steven would, is going to be my vote just because I think that's, you know. Uh, for me, that's the most important impact you can make is allowing more more people into the gaming community that maybe didn't have a chance before. Well, then I guess it's my choice, which I'm going to be the bad guy. I know who everyone here is. I know what Able Gamers is. I, I don't know who Steven Spawn is, who's the name under that. Um, and I, I've seen Andrea, Re uh, I don't know how to say her name, Renee, I assume, or from What's Good Games. I've seen that. I've seen her before. I've never really watched her. But the other three I do know. Um, and I think under the category, it says for a streamer, influencer, or media member who has made an important impact. You already read that. Um, I, I, I just feel like you have to go with Dr. Disrespect on multiple levels. Um, a, he's just huge. Like, the fact that Tim doesn't know who Dr. Disrespect is is kind of like a big deal, in my opinion. But... Not, not, not that, not that that's a diss against you, Tim. Wow! <laughs> not like it's a Any big chance like, you get, Tim's right? Out of the fam. <laughs> Tim's out of the fam. Um, but I just think he's such a big personality. He's opened up what streamers can do. Like you mentioned, Trevor, with the whole character, uh, uh, the character versus the actual personality of the person. Um, who is Guy Beam? By the way, is his real name. Um. And I don't know, like a Shroud. I like Shroud. Shroud's a great streamer, but Shroud got super pop. Like Shroud's always been kind of popular, but he got more popular because he started playing with Doctor Disrespect. And uh, I think a lot of his popularity is owed to Doctor Disrespect. To be honest, hmm. um, not owed per se. I shouldn't say owed because Shroud's a great gamer and he has a good personality too. He's a, he's a he's a fun to watch without Doctor Disrespect too. But I think playing with Dr. Disrespect and, like, PUBG and stuff really picked up his popularity. Um, and then uh, half-coordinated, Clint Lexa. Uh, he plays, uh, for those for you guys that don't know, he plays SGDQ a lot. He has a, I don't know what the disability is, but he has a disability. I believe it's in his right hand. And so he does speed runs with his left hand. And they, he always does. He usually does one at either SGDQ or AG, AGDQ, which is Super Games or Summer Games Done Quick and Awesome Games Done Quickly, which is a big charity stream of just like a week long charity stream of speedrunners, and they raise money for different causes. And um, he blew up. I can't remember exactly what happened, but he ended up blowing up and getting a lot of um, uh, a lot of people looking at him. But again. I think as far as streamers go, I think Dr. Disrespect is the biggest. Mind you, it says for a streamer influencer. So it's not, it's not just a streamer, I guess. I was right. mis I was misunderstanding that this was a streamer 
who was an influencer and a medium. Okay, so I'm misreading, but I still think Dr. Disrespect. That's fine. As far as sheer, so, like, being seen, marketability sure. kind of thing. So two for uh, two for able gamers and one for uh, for uh, for Doc there. Yep. Man, and then moving right are, along. You guys are not doing well today. You guys are way off. Apparently. Well, that's weird. I, I was th I'm feeling the same way about you, Zach. That's very strange. I usually am waiting until we get to game of the year. You guys are really gonna hate me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I'm already I'm already uh, preparing myself mentally. Um, but just to move along, because we do have uh, quite a few more categories here. Um, best independent game. For outstanding creative and technical achievement in a game made outside the traditional publisher system. We have five nominees. We have Pyre, Night in the Woods, Cuphead, What Remains of Edith Finch, and Hellblade. I've heard all of these are good. Obviously, if they're on this list, they've got to be somewhat. Right. Um, but I've only played Cuphead. So Cuphead it is. I'm uh, I'm gonna choose Cuphead as well, just because the game. I, I when when Zach said earlier that that could be his game of the year, I thought the same thing. Like that game was just the game's just unique enough. The game is 100% different than anything I've played, and I, I love that game. So I'm gonna choose Cuphead, but I do want to give a shout out to Hellblade because I have played Hellblade, and it is a ton of fun. But I would still give it. But I feel like I've played games like Hellblade before, as to where I, I feel like I'm not playing games like Cuphead. So yeah. So for me. Um... I've only played two games on this list. I've played Cuphead and Night in the Woods. Um, so me, I, I really like indie games because a lot of the times they'll tackle issues that a lot of the, the bigger games don't uh, tend to avoid. Um, so one thing that really enticed me about Hellblade when I first heard about it is that it handled uh, like depression and anxiety very well um, as far as like how they, how they represented that. So that's one I'd, I'd like to check out just because I like when, when games do that, they bring real world issues. This is something that, you know, you can actually play through and experience, um, Cuphead we've, we've already talked about. So that, that's been a, a great one. Um, just for the, uh, really just for the, uh, the animation alone. I, I, it just blows me away that they spent that much time into making that. Um, but for me, it's, my vote is going to be night in the woods. Um, I, I really enjoyed this game. The, the art style is great. Um, I love the issues that they tackle. Um, it's about this, um, this girl. She, uh, she basically kind of drops out of school, comes back to her hometown, kind of sees that, you know, things are, things have changed. Um, her relationship with her parents is a little different. Uh, her friends are changing. They're, they're moving on. And, um, I don't know, a lot of real world, um, issues or issues that real people experience. Um, it was just a unique way that they tackled it. So that was one of my favorite games I played this year, and I, I really enjoyed it. So that's where my vote goes for best independent game. What well, I'm not—I have not played a Night in the Woods, right? But Correct. Are you thinking of Gone Home? No. Okay. All right. Cool. Because Night in the Woods, you said you're a girl, and it looks like you're a cat. Yeah, but it's a girl cat. Oh, okay. Cool. 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 All right. I'm sorry. I'm Did sorry. you just I assume that yeah. cat's gender? Okay, moving on before uh, we get into another debate. I wasn't trying to do that, I um, Most anticipated game presented by McCafe. So presented by McDonald's. what do I think will win this? It's either going to be Red Dead Redemption or The Last of Us 2. What is my personal most anticipated game on this list? Uh, Monster Hunter World. So I, I will say, for me, I... For one, I, I'm pretty much excited for all of them, yeah. except for Red Dead 2. I I know what? that I'm pretty much the only one that's like not excited for it. Westerns just aren't my thing, man. 
Um, I'm sure like if they if they have some multiplayer aspect to it, I'll probably pick it up with you guys. But it it just doesn't entice me. That unless the um, like the only time I got into like anything Western was Westworld, but that's because it was like yeah. futuristic. Yeah. So that doesn't even count. Uh, so me personally, I would probably say Last of Us Two, just because I'm more about story driven games. But I'm also extremely excited for Monster Hunter World, um, yeah. just because for one, it's multiplayer. We're all going to be able to play together. And it's my first one, and everything I've seen uh, so far just looks fucking awesome. Um, but then, you know, I'm also excited for Spider-Man and God of War, but not as much as Last of Us 2. I'm excited to see you play Monster Hunter World, Trevor, just because it is your first Monster Hunter, and you have no idea what you're getting into. But that's okay. We're, we'll be there to try to help you out. Um, I'm not a wounded animal, Tim. Damn. <laughs> We're just okay. <laughs> we just put you down. We right. go through the trouble. We wouldn't. Um, but right. me, by far, on this list is Last of Us 2. Last of Us, when it came out, and, and I'm not a Sony fanboy by any means. I'm actually more of a Microsoft fanboy than I'm a Sony fanboy. But I don't think, and I said this several times, I've ever played a game that had one single story that drove the emotions in me as much as The Last of Us did. That game, to me, was just flawless. It, the combat system was great. The stealthy system was great. The... the uh, what is it called? The creative stuff where you have to build things and everything. All that stuff. Crafting. Crafting system was great. The multiplayer was a ton of fun. Like, the game... They had a multiplayer mode? And it was fantastic. Because all, all the crafting and everything was in there. It was just... The elements of that game, all... Everything... And I wasn't even expecting the multiplayer to be good. I thought it was just going to be a thrown-in thing like they did with Uncharted. But no, it was actually right. extremely, extremely good. And every element of that game was perfect for me for me in my eyes it was just the mm -hmm. best thing ever so i i absolutely cannot wait for the last of us part two you know well i i hope the last of us part two lives up to the last of us one because the right. first last of us i cried man i cried like three or four different times in that yep. game because it's got some really heavy fucking moments um I, it grips you right from the Dude, beginning, man. Like does. those first ten minutes. Like the first ten, like the first twenty minutes, um, when you know the, a major thing happens, which I'm not going to spoil, even though the game's been out for years. Um, I had just had my kid, mm. and then that thing happens at the beginning, and man, it, it it hit me in a place where I was very vulnerable, and I sobbed. Not even like a couple tears. I yeah. sobbed like a like a big. Uh, anyway, um. But yeah, uh, Red Dead Redemption. See, you said you like story-driven games. Red Dead Redemption story is one of the best stories. It was ever. good. It's just really so good. I love Red Dead Redemption story. Um, no, I will say I didn't expect to hear that. I, yeah, it's that, really that is good. not. I really like Red Dead Redemption story. Hmm. Like you I know mean, how GTA story is terrible. It's the opposite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, it's not as complex as The Last of Us, obviously, but you know, and then it backs it up with some pretty good gameplay. So. That's my opinion, but yeah, uh, for me, I'm most looking forward to Monster Hunter World. I'm looking forward to playing with you guys, and uh, I've never played one with other people. Like, I played the one on Wii U a little bit, but um, shout out to that terrible console. <laughs> um, but uh, I never had any friends to play with, so I'm excited to play with you guys on Xbox One. Oh, Xbox One, I'm, I'm there with you, Zach. I'm there. Well, I gotta give Rex his PS4 back eventually. Well, I mean, I'm Dragon I'm playing the uh, PS4 and PC. I'm gonna be playing the uh, the open beta 
because I have it pre-ordered on PS4, so I, I thought, guess... I thought the beta was open. You don't have to yeah, have it. It's open beta, Trevor. It's open beta for PS uh, PS Plus members, not on Xbox. I can buy that for $7. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. I'll play the... I don't mind playing the, the demo with you guys. But... Uh, or on the PlayStation, but... Eh, well... I just, I just I guess I just assumed we were gonna play the full version on Xbox because you and Trey were both gonna be playing. So I thought you were gonna do the game yeah. share thing. Oh no, we're. Oh, that's fine. I'll get it for PS4 then. I need to buy a PS4 eventually. Anyway, maybe I should have bought that instead of a new capture card. Uh, it would have been the good weekend to do that. Yeah, it would have been. Oh well, we'll figure it out. Um, so uh, Monster Hunter World for me. Uh, and two Last votes for of Last of Us. Jesus Christ. Well, The Last of Us, I will say, I think it's gonna win. That's what I think is going to win. Actually, I think Red Dead Redemption has a good chance of winning, too. Um, but for me personally, it's Monster Hunter World, what I'm most excited for. Sure. But I think what's going to win is probably The Last of Us Part Two or Red Dead Redemption 2, but The Last of Us Part Two. The, uh, the next next category is uh, going to be a good one. It's uh, Best Multiplayer. I have an answer for this. <laughs> I'm sure you do. Um, this one has, uh, has six, uh, six nominees. We have Fortnite. Call of Duty World War Two, Splatoon Two, Mario Kart Eight Deluxe, Destiny Two, and PUBG. Yep. And so let's let's go through how many times we play. Well, I I do enjoy Fortnite. I've played it a couple times. Um, I actually have the original, like the actual game, not just the uh, battle royale game mode. Which the actual game is pretty fun, but it got boring really quickly. Um, the battle royale is really fun, and they keep adding things. But it still hasn't reached that fame that PUBG has, and it still hasn't reached a player base that PUBG has. Call of Duty World War Two was fun, but um, I don't know that it it doesn't touch PUBG in as far as the it's a different type of multiplayer too. But also, like you just don't see the numbers on Call of Duty. Call of Duty is not the hit game that it used to be. Um, Splatoon Two, yeah, okay. Like, <laughs> It was. It's fun. I'm not gonna say it's not fun, but it, it doesn't have a huge user base, and it oh. appeals to a very specific group of people. Um, like I can't see you, so it's just when you said that, I just I'm just picturing you rolling your eyes as you say that. It was just. It was great. That's pretty much exactly what I did too. <laughs> um, Fortnite, or I'm sorry, Mario Kart 8 is one of the others. Um, again, that's a great game. That's a lot of fun. But it doesn't have a huge user base. It doesn't have, you know, I played it for a month and then put it down. I got bored with it. Destiny 2, I mean, are we even considering that? Um, the user base has been pretty upset with Destiny 2 since, like, after month one, I think. Yeah. Um, and you can go you can go on to the Destiny Reddit right now, and you can read all about it. And I don't know, their, their gameplay just gets boring real fast real fast uh and then you got PUBG, and granted i will admit i'm a big fan of PUBG, but it's that's because it's a game on multiple levels it's a fun game um it creates a lot of instances of craziness that you laugh with your friends and you're you're creating moments and memories um it's fun from the standpoint of i mean it really took the battle royale game um uh genre i guess you could call it and made it into a mainstay thing. It has, I don't know how many millions of players, but it's through the freaking roof. I mean, half of what made Doctor... I mean, Doctor Disrespect was already getting popular, 
he blew through the roof of PUBG. Um, not that that has anything to do with the actual game. Um, there's another point I was trying to make. The, the, the one thing I don't like about it is the fact that it's still an early access. So it's not even a complete game. Right. And so it bothers me that it's on this list, and it bothers me, and we're going to talk about it here in a bit anyway, that it's on the game of the year list. Because it's not even a complete uh, full release game, and we're already considering it for things. But ultimately, I think uh, what we're looking at here, it's the best multiplayer game. Um, although design-wise, I think it needs a lot of work, and it's not the best design-wise. It's probably last design-wise on all these games. Actually, Mario Kart 8 is probably last in design. Well, I think you pretty much said it all, Zach. <laughs> Sorry, I'm super chatty today, apparently. My, throat, <laughs> my throat's killing me, but for some reason I feel really strongly about certain things. No, you're good, man. You had a lot of good points there. I think um, number one in design is probably Splatoon. I know I just shit all over it, but Splatoon probably has the best design. Call of Duty World War II probably doesn't have very good... It, it, in my opinion, it doesn't have great design. I mean, it's pretty rinse, wash, and repeat kind of thing. Like, it's World War II. We've seen it all before. There's only so much you can do with it design-wise, in my opinion. They have some cool things, and the, the one thing it does do well is zombies. Uh, mm. Better than everything else. And now I'm going to shut my fucking mouth and let someone else talk. Uh, I mean, Anyone? I, I think it, Zach, Zach pointed out pretty much everything about these games that, that makes sense. Um, to, to me, I would take out Splatoon and Mario Kart. They were great games, but I never really cared that much about Splatoon. And Mario Kart is old at this point, let's be honest. Uh, Mario Kart 8's been out for a while, and I'm not going to count the Deluxe Edition as part of this. Um, Destiny 2 was fun. Uh, I think its multiplayer aspect of the game was genius in terms of its cooperativeness, not its multiplayer like like uh, versus mode yeah. right yeah. so like in destiny like the raids and your your nightfalls and stuff like that i mean you you have to have teamwork and if you don't you will suffer 100 percent. those right? are great but there's such but, a small part of the game is the problem right so right so that's the problem is that it, it, you know you i'm not going to just count that like oh well it's multiplayer versus mode is bleh, but you know because it's cooperative and, and i was done with destiny in a month like zach was saying like there's no, right. there's no reason for me to go back to play that game right now. Zero, not a none. Um, so I'm not going to count that. I'm not going to choose that. Out of the three remaining, which is Fortnite, Call of Duty, and PUBG, uh, I think Call of Duty is a lot of fun. I think it's great. Um, it's still kind of that rinse and repeat formula that Call of Duty has always been. And there are some neat aspects to it. They did add some things, and Zombies is still great. But slashing that out would be between Fortnite and PUBG. Um, I love Fortnite. I think Fortnite's great. I think its battle royale mode is fun, but still needs a lot of work. Its art style is unique and fun. Um, it does add differences because of its creativeness that you can do, right? When you're in that battle royale mode, you can create things and the, 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 what is that called? Oh my gosh. The cooperative, um, mode. The squads? The, well, there's squads, but the cooperative mode where, you know, you have like a tower defense mecha mechanism in it. Um, oh, yeah. I, I, it's hard because we're both, we're basically the last two games I have here are both not finished products. You know, um, both of them are in pre whatever, but out of the two, I'm going to get more enjoyment out of Fortnite, not just for its versus battle royale mode, which I think PUBG does do better. And I'll give PUBG that PUBG does a better battle royale mode right now, but Fortnite has more to offer than just battle royale. So that's why I would give it to Fortnite. That's fair. I think I think that's fair. And they're very different 
styles of battle royale mode. Like one is kind of arcadey and like less serious, or right. not less serious, but more less accurate, I guess. Is if I'm just, what I'm going with. Whereas like PUBG is much more like simulated, and like your gunshots have drop and all that stuff, and like yeah, I, I just more realistic is the word I'm looking for there. Um, but yeah, that's that's fair. I think that's fair, uh, Trevor. What do you think? Um, I mean, I I feel like it's pretty safe to say PUBG is going to win this one. Um, at least from my, in my opinion. I haven't played it, um, but just with how big it is, you, whether it's a finished game or not, I feel like that's the one that's going to get all the votes. Yeah. Um, Mario Kart 8, I mean, that's a game that I like to play when people come over, but other than that, I never played on my own. Um, Destiny 2 is dead. Um, I enjoyed what I played of it. I never really cared for the PvP stuff, but the co-op stuff I, I enjoyed. Um, and then we, we all played Fortnite together, which I had a lot of fun with. But they don't want to play um, anymore, right? I'll play it with I mean, you, I'm, Trevor. I'm always, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm always down to play it. You're thinking of Trey. Oh, Trey, Trey, doesn't, like Trey Fortnite. doesn't like Fortnite. Never mind. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's definitely uh, like an in-the-works game. Like, you can tell it was just kind of thrown together. Like, oh, shit, like, we could probably get it on this PUBG shit. Right, um, right, easily. right. You're not wrong. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Um, so I... Call it what it is that you can't own a genre. Right. I, we, I know we already had that discussion. Um, but it, I enjoyed what I played of it, but um, shit, I don't even know what I would pick. I like I, I feel cheap picking PUBG because I haven't played it, but I just like that's the one that's going to win. So and I, I know once I pick it up, I'm sure that I, I'll enjoy it too. Um, so yeah, I guess my, my vote's just going to go towards PUBG. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Do you think Fortnite's on this list without the Battle Royale mode? No. No. Like, I like the cooperative mode, don't get me wrong. Like, the, the you know, me and three friends playing while I have this fort built up to defend and all this stuff is a good time. But I stopped playing it, and I re-picked it up when Battle Royale came back in. So I would say no. But would PUBG be in this list without that? Ah. PUBG wouldn't be a game without exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So it sounds so, like PUBG's the winner. Yeah. Fortnite. Moving, um, Fortnite moving right along. Um, Best sports or racing game, Forza <laughs> 7, right, everyone? Uh, yeah, that's what I chose, just because I don't play sports games, and that game looks beautiful on my new Xbox One X. Awesome. Great. Do you get a sponsorship, Tim, from uh, Maybe. from Xbox to say that? <laughs> um, this one, I'd re- I'd, I don't really have a lot to say on the next one either. Best strategy game. But that's okay. Um, should, well, backtrack real quick. Best sports racing game. Project Cars 2, Pro Evolution Soccer 2018, NBA 2K18, uh, Gran Turismo Sport, Forza 7, and FIFA 18. Just so people know what the nominees are. Yeah. Um, but moving past that, because uh, obviously none of us really care about it. <laughs> best, <laughs> best strategy game. Um, so here we've got five nominees. XCOM 2, War of the Chosen, Tooth and Tail, Total War, Warhammer 2, Halo Wars 2. A lot of twos in here. <laughs> And uh, Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Well, I'll start this one off. So, um, I, I when Halo Wars 2 came out, I was super stoked about it. Couldn't wait to play it. We picked it up, played it the first day, stopped playing it that day. Like, we just got bored with it. The Halo Wars 1 was great, but I don't know. I just got bored with Halo Wars 2. Uh, Mario and Rabbids was an interesting take, because Mario and Rabbids is like Mario meets XCOM. And it was fun, but meh. I, I'm a big XCOM fan. I loved XCOM 2. Um, and I think XCOM is 
it's just a lot of fun. Like, I, know, I don't think I ever told you this, but I made a little fam squad in my XCOM game. And it's like me, Trey, Zach, and Trevor. And we run around. And Trevor, you scream a lot because you get panicky. But that's not the point. Um, sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> so, Pretty much. So my choice is XCOM 2. But that's just, I, I love XCOM 2. I love the research that you have to go into doing it. You have to really have a battle strategy every round. It can always be different. It's, it, it's just I, I love XCOM. Um, I have seen Tooth and Tail. I've played XCOM. I've seen Tooth and Tail. It's a neat game. It's it's not. It doesn't have as much depth depth as XCOM. Um, and some of the other games on this list. Total War, uh, Warhammer Two. I've not played it. It's on my one of my. It's on my list of games to buy because I'm a big Warhammer fan. I will admit that right here, right now. I've watched a lot of play on it, and strategy wise, it is. Mm, excuse me, I'm sorry. Strategy-wise, it is up there with XCOM 2. And it's probably more strategically uh, intense. Um, there is some, like, research stuff in such. Uh, oh, Halo Wars 2. Yeah, okay. <laughs> there it I is again. Like, <laughs> I liked it. I played, I actually did play it, I, and I liked it. But I just couldn't get into it, you know? Uh, not the way I get into XCOM. Um, Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. I actually watched some people stream this. I've not played it. I will say that. And I watched some people stream this, and it looks super cool. It does. Um, and it looks very, like, it almost seems like it's got a lot of XCOM influence, and apparently it's pretty hard, too. It does. Yeah, yeah. it does. Said, I think it's between XCOM and Total War Warhammer 2. But, but my personal thought is I think, I think Total War Warhammer 2 will win. But what do you I want think to strategically, win? Strategically, it's a more in-depth game. Um, although XCOM 2 is on console, also not just PC, hmm. so it's got a little bit more uh, power behind the vote. So, but I think it's going to be between those two. I don't think the other three will even show up. And I, I'm, me personally, I don't really have a. I, I feel like it. It's just like how I view the uh, like the elections too. Like if I'm not like informed. I don't feel like it's right for me to make a vote, so I'm I'm uh, I'm not going to vote this time around. Okay. Like I haven't played any of these. I don't really know anything about any of them. It it wouldn't make sense for me to to vote. I gotcha. Um. um so it sounds like uh, I, I, it sounds like XCOM because both Tim and I acknowledged it. I I, yeah. I don't know. I guess part of me wants Total War to win, but there you go. There you go. Um, next is uh, Best Family Game. The nominees for that are Splatoon 2, Sonic Mania, Mario Plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, and Super Mario Odyssey. Um, I personally might, might vote for that because when I think of a family, I think of the whole family unit. I'm going to say Mario Kart 8 Deluxe because you have more hmm. players on it. Um, sure. I don't think Mario and Rabbids is really that great of a family game. And uh, Super Mario Odyssey is a great game, but you can only play two players max on it. Um, and like I said, when I think family, I think the whole family. Sometimes that is the whole family, Zach. And that's fine. I'm not sorry. I'm not saying anything like no, that. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, and I've played Super Mario Odyssey with my fun, my son, and we have a ton of fun when we do that. Um, but I think Mario Kart Deluxe is probably more fun with my family. But Super Mario Odyssey, a very close second. 
Um, I would choose Mario Odyssey just for the simple fact that when I picture a family sitting down and playing a game together, I think they a family would have more fun playing Mario Odyssey, someone being the hat, someone being the Mario, running around having a good time. That would be my pick. I love Sonic Mania. Absolutely love Sonic Mania. Um, nobody likes to play me in Mario Kart, so I don't play that. But um, <laughs> Mario Odyssey would be my choice there. See, but then everyone else in the family, like say you have more than two people in a family, mm-hmm. everyone else just gets to watch. Well, you can pass the controller around. You don't have to be such a stingy person, Zach. Or sure. Or everyone and that... could play and be a part of the experience. I feel like, but now, Mario see, Kart... <laughs> My vote's going to be for Mario Odyssey as well. Because um, I, I feel that, you know, some some family members, maybe they don't want to play, but they still enjoy watching. Um, I remember sometimes, like my sister, she didn't want to play the game. She just wanted to watch me play. Um, so I think there's, I don't think family play means that everyone has to get involved. I, I think it definitely can mean, it definitely can mean that. Um, but being involved doesn't even have to mean playing the game either. It can be like, Oh, like go over there. I saw, right. I saw a hidden moon or something like you can still get everyone involved and have fun with it. So yeah. my, my vote's going to be for Mario Odyssey. So my, um, my youngest son, Locke, whenever I find a moon, he like every single time if he's watching, We'll just go, moon, moon. <laughs> like That's loves, awesome. My kids love watching the game. So we have one, two Mario Odysseys and one Mario Kart, correct? Yep. Okay. So why don't we do some rapid fire rounds? Um, we'll kind of go through these these next ones pretty quick and get to the uh, the game of the year ones. Um, that way we make sure we have enough time to really discuss that. Okay. Yeah, that'll be our that'll be our big one. So I think that makes sense. So next um, up is what best fighting game. Yep. That's fighting game. Um, uh, it's a good thing we don't uh, we don't have any of our uh, our fighting game uh, community members here. I'm gonna answer but. though with the idea with as if I were one of them. Best fighting game is Tekken Seven, Nidhogg Two, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, Injustice Two, or Arms. Uh, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. I would say Tekken um, Seven. Yeah, their uh, their votes were actually for Tekken Seven. Oh, were they? Okay. Yep. I'm, they I hate MVC. No, they like MBC. They think it's a fun game, but they don't like the way it looks. Or that's it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's what yeah, they yeah, said. Yeah, they what hate they, the art style. Uh, I did not realize and the, big into Tekken 7. My bad. And the DLC is uh, handled pretty poorly on that, yeah, too. Yeah, I've heard <laughs> that, too. Um, so I'm, I'm going to be the outlier, uh, just because out of all these games, uh, I've only played Injustice and the, the demo of ARMS. Um, but I really liked Injustice. I think they... Uh, um, not only I, obviously I'm a DC fan, so I, I love the characters already. But the customization that you could really make each fighter your own was that pretty was cool neat. too. I agree with that. I do like like for my choice, it would be injustice. I I'm with you. Yep. But uh, for the fighting community's choice, I'm sure it's Tekken. But I agree. I, oh, in, for sure. Injustice, <laughs> injustice was by far my favorite out of that list. Yeah, I agree. Next up is uh, best role. Pl- I'm sorry. Did you? Oh yeah, yeah. Best role playing game. Yep. Best role playing game. First, we have South Park: The Fractured But Whole, um, Final Fantasy XV, Divinity: Original Sin Two, Near Automata, and Persona Five. Uh, Trevor. Um. So I, I'm gonna split this into two again. Uh, what do I think is gonna win? Persona Five. Yep. Um. And what did I, what's the one game that I played on this list? Uh, Final Fantasy XV. Okay. Um. I really liked it, but it wasn't very. Like, I don't know. It didn't feel much like an RPG. Yeah. I, I don't know. It, it was definitely... Like, when I think of RPG, I think of, like... St- like, stats are the first thing that come to mind. Mm-hmm. Stats and, uh, like, um, maybe building relationships with the characters or something like that, which it definitely had a lot of that. 
like I, I, I got attached to a lot of the, uh, the other members of, of the, uh, the 15 crew, but I don't know. It, it didn't feel compared to all these other games. It doesn't feel like much as much of an RPG. I'll stop rambling. You're talking about Final yeah. Fantasy felt like that. Yeah, um, yeah. I, so out of the list here, I, you know, to be honest with you, I've only played Final Fantasy 15, but I would prefer to see Persona 5 win, basically based on what Trevor said there. When I think of an RPG, I think of somehow, like like he was saying, stats and stuff like that. Now, I don't play Persona, but I, 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 I've seen people play Persona, and I've heard nothing but great things about Persona, so my vote would be Persona. Um, I'm going to agree with, I think Persona will win, but I also believe that Divinity Original Sin 2 also deserves to win. Never heard of it. It's a different, if it's a different type of RPG, whereas it's Western, Persona 5 is Japanese, mm. uh, JRPG, but they're both stat heavy, they're both very story driven. I'll admit I've not played uh, Nier Automata, although it's on my list of things to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Final Fantasy 15, like, it has a fun game, but like, I just think as an RPG... It's it. I don't even know that it belongs on this list. To be right. Honest. It was like an action game versus an RPG. Yeah, yeah. Well, even then, as an action game, I don't even think it both deserves to be on a game of the year list or action game of the year list. I don't know. I just I was I liked 15, but it it, it didn't win any awards for me. Yeah. I'll have to try but Divinity. I'm happy I didn't that know they're that. trying to move in a different direction. Um, so I could see you liking Divinity. Yeah. Yeah. I want to I want to play Divinity so bad. Is it on PC only or is it a console game? Yeah, it's on P. the The second one is on PC only. I'll have to try I think it. it's coming to console, but um, I don't know. I have to double check that. So it sounds like we have three for Persona Five. Yep. Um, next up, best action adventure game. Our choices are Uncharted, The Lost Legacy, Assassin's Creed Origins, Jesus, The Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, Super Mario Odyssey, and Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, uh, real, real quick before you uh, before you uh, vote, I just want to mention the uh, the tagline here. So for the best action adventure game combining combat with traversal and puzzle solving. <laughs> All right, Trevor, why don't you go first? I'll go last. I'll go last turn. So puzzle solving is pretty big for me. Um, I don't want to just like go through a game, hack and slash everything, and, and be done with it. There's sometimes I'm in that mood, but it's not going to be as enjoyable of an experience if I'm not challenged. Yeah. So out of these games, I've played four of them. I have not played Uncharted. Um, I haven't played all the way through Horizon or Assassin's Creed yet. Um, but what I played from Horizon, I really liked. Um, I'm actually waiting until I get a pro, just because I if I'm going to play through it, I want to play through it, it with it looking the best as it can. Um, but Origins, I'm, I haven't come across many puzzles. Yeah. Like the tra- traversal is definitely cool. Like I love, like I climbed up to the top of the pyramids. Like that was awesome. Um, so I, the parkour in there is awesome as usual. But as far as the the combination of those, see, well, before I get into that, same thing with Mario Odyssey. It has puzzles, and the traversal is kind of cool with the hat. Um, but none of the puzzles were like super challenging. There there were a, a couple of. Um, um, I don't know what you would call it. Kind of like the hidden moon store you have to like get over there. And some of them were kind of tricky to get to. Yeah. Um, but I would probably say Breath of the Wild challenged me the most as far as puzzles go. Um, the combat was really cool, especially since you never have one sword the whole time. You have multiple weapons that you, you're forced to go with. Um, and then the traversal was pretty cool, having the, the hang glider and being able to go down the mountains with your shield. So Breath of, Breath of the Wild has my vote here. 
Um, I'll just, again, make it short and simple. I only played two games on the list, Zelda and Mario, and we'll discuss more of those on another <laughs> subject. So just to make this quick, Legends of Zelda Breath of the Wild won this one for me. I'm going to say Assassin's Creed Origins. I know I'm, I like Zelda, and I know Assassin's Creed doesn't have the puzzle solving, but I think what it makes up for with puzzle solving is uh, storyline and stuff going on and the history and all the, the setting itself. And the combat's a lot of fun. Um, I like Zelda. Um, I felt like the puzzles just got to be like busy work uh, after you got so far into the game. Um, I just think as an action adventure game, I think uh, I, I genuinely believe Assassin's Creed's the better game. Uh, now Zelda's good too. I'm not not see. I just, you're fine. We can get into it. Yep. Yeah. Um, yep. Yep. Because uh, we we got to start going through these. No, you're fine. So one for Assassin's Creed, two for Zelda. Next is best action game: Prey, Nio, Destiny 2, Cuphead, and Wolfenstein 2. Um, uh, actually, for this one, I'm gonna say Tim. Why don't you go first? Uh, I'm gonna choose Neo on this one. Um, Neo is a Dark Souls esque Souls game esque type game, but you're a samurai. Um, deep, very very fun game. Uh, it was just out of this list when I think action. I mean, I love Cuphead. I do. I absolutely love Cuphead. Um, I like Destiny, but again, that game bored me. Uh, I'm going to just vote. My vote went to Neo because I thought it was out of the list that we have here, probably the most fun that I had other than Cuphead, but other reasons for that. The only game, the two games I've played on this list are Destiny 2 and Cuphead. Um, I've not played Neo yet. It's on my list, and so is Prey, and so is Wolfenstein. Like, I want to play everything on this list. So I'm going to say Cuphead, although I think Wolfenstein or Neo will be the games that, when I do play them, will stand out on this list. But I'm going to say Cuphead. Sure. Um, I'll say Cuphead as well. Um, for the best game in the action or in the action genre focused on combat, so when I think about the combat in Cuphead yeah. uh, versus the combat in Destiny, the combat in Cuphead had me more like on edge, like had me more focused. I, it was definitely a lot more intense, whereas Destiny it was pretty casual. I don't know, like it was just kind of. I don't know. It it just didn't excite me the way Cuphead did. So my vote goes to Cuphead. Yeah. Right. All right. So the next is the best VR AR game. Our votes are Super Hot, VR Star Trek Bridge Crew, Lone Echo Echo Arena. Farpoint or Resident Evil 7 Biohazard? Resident Evil 7 for me. Um, well, for me, believe it or not, for VR, it's going to be super hot. Uh, super hot VR yeah. was a ton of fun. I, I can't even tell you how much fun that game was. I, I couldn't, I literally played it through the whole entire game in one setting because I could not stop. It was just, that to me is one of the perfect show someone how awesome VR can be games. Resident Evil 7 is great, and I have played a little bit of it in VR, and it is a lot of fun, but Resident Evil 7 is a great game by itself. Super Hot was fun by itself, but VR intensified that game 100%, and it was oh, so much fun. I agree with Tim. Super Hot VR definitely takes it for me. Like, even on the non-VR version, I, I know this is specifically for, for VR, um, but it... It was. It's almost like this game was meant to be played in VR. Yeah. Um. It. It's. It's just awesome. It. Like Tim said, it's a great way to to kind of get into the virtual reality for someone that hasn't done it before. Fair enough. Right. Uh, next is best handheld game. Poochie and Yoshi's Woolly World, Monster Hunter Stories, Metroid Samus Returns, Ever Oasis, 
Her fire emblem echoes Shadow of Valencia. I've not played any of those, so I'm going to pass. I'm going to pass. I've never played them. Metroid Samus Returns. It's the only one I played, but it was really good. There you go. Let's skip the best mobile game. Is that okay? Yeah. Yep. That's fine. Best ongoing game, Warframe, Rainbow Six Siege, Overwatch, Grand Theft Auto Online, Destiny 2, PlayerUnknown's Battleground. Um, I've played some of the games on this, and I'm going to say PUBG. Uh, I gave it to Rainbow Six, actually. I'm surprised Rainbow Six is still alive and kicking, and it is strong, too. And I love that game style, so I gave it to Rainbow Six. I've heard it's boring compared to, like, other, uh, just to some other games. But You're yeah, boring. Sorry. Um, mine goes to Overwatch. All right. Well, there you go. There we go. Games for impact. Please knock on my door. Night in the woods. Life is strange before the storm. Um, bury me, my love. Uh, I don't even know what that is. What remains of Edith Finch or Hellblade Sinuas? I don't know how to say her name. Sorry. Sacrifice. Um, I've not played any of these, so I'm stepping out on this one. Uh, I chose Hellblade just because I have played Hellblade out of the list here, and Hellblade is a fantastic game, and it looks gorgeous too. But yeah, that was that's what I chose. Hellblade. Uh, to share a little bit of insight, I know we're kind of rushing along, but Bury Me, My Love, um, it's actually about a, a couple um, that is escaping from uh, Syria. Um, so the I believe it's the mother or the, the wife, uh, she actually escapes uh, to France, I believe it is, and the, uh, the husband is actually left behind in Syria. So you actually go between like text message interactions between the two. It's supposed to be pretty emotional and obviously very real in, in what's going on in today's world. Um, Life is Strange. I haven't played the sequel, but the uh, the first one was really good. Um, and then Please Knock on My Door. I, I watched the trailer for that, too. It seems to deal with uh, depression again. It's this guy that seems to like stay in his room a lot. Um, and you have to uh, handle things like... Um, oh, I forget what it was. Like He would like take a shower, and he'd like he'd like gain points for something. But then, like in the little thumbnail you see, he's like looking outside his window and like seeing those people um, interact. So I don't know, it was just like this guy that seems to like be depressed and stay inside. Um, so I'm sure that is relatable to some people. But my vote goes to Night in the Woods uh, for the same reasons I mentioned it before. Mm-hmm. All right, we, let's, uh, let's skip best yeah. performance. Are you guys cool with that? Yeah. Ash, Ashley Birch. Okay, Ashley, Ashley Birch. Birch. What did she have? Uh, she was Horizon, Horizon Zero, Dawn. Zero Dawn. Okay. She's a lawyer. Okay. Uh, best audio design. Uh, Destiny 2, Hellblade, uh, Resident Evil 7, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, or Super Mario Odyssey. Um, my choice is going to be Resident Evil 7, because uh, I think for horror games, audio design is a huge part of that. So, uh, I, I would agree with Zach. The only reason I'm actually going to choose Hellblade over Resident Evil 7 is when you have a headset on for that game and you can hear these like whisper things happen like it, it's that game with a headset Ooh. is ridiculous absolutely ridiculous that's awesome that, that sounds pretty cool actually that does sound really cool that makes me want to play it actually yeah there's it's it's crazy when you, but you have to wear a headset wear a good headset and you'll see what i'm talking about it's spooky. for sure uh my vote's just going to go for resident evil 7 for the same reasons Zach said um it just the the horror elements or the the audio elements that go into a horror game make a huge difference so that that made the biggest impact for me. Um, next is the best score in music. Um, Destiny 2, Cuphead, Near Automata, uh, Breath of the Wild, Super Mario Odyssey, or Persona 5. Uh, my vote is for Persona 5, and so are so is both of your votes. <laughs> I'm uh, choosing um, Cuphead. So are both of your votes. Uh, do, uh, that's fine. I'm, I'm just joking, obviously. But Persona 5, every single track in that game 
like I kind of just want to like everyone I want to play it. I would just like dance to it. And stuff. Like <laughs> yeah, I just I've not heard it so. I've only heard like one track, and that's only because I just installed it the other day, um, I, yeah. and it like played it on the menu screen. Yeah. yeah. I, so I'm, I'm sure I'd like the music there. I haven't played it, uh, but I will tell you every boss fight in Cuphead, I was dancing to half the time. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like the Cuphead stuff is really good. If Persona wasn't on that list, it would probably be Cuphead for me. Um, next is best art direction: Destiny 2, Cuphead, uh, The Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, Persona 5, or Horizon Zero Dawn. I actually think for this one, it's it's a draw for me between Persona 5 and Cuphead. Cuphead is amazing. The artwork is amazing. But, like, the, the design of Persona 5 um, and its art is pretty awesome, too. Like, even just the menus and the way they pop up and stuff is awesome. So, I, I think Cuphead will probably win this, to be honest. That being said, I think Persona 5 deserves to also. I chose Cuphead. Me too. Um, again, this is me just going back to the tagline uh, for outstanding creative or technical achievement in artistic design. I mean, they they fucking hand drew every single frame of animation, watercolor backgrounds. Like, I, for me, that that's kind of above and beyond what's uh, what you see in a game anymore. Not not to say that, like you know, they don't put any work into the, these other games. Obviously, they do. But this one was more like technical, since it's more hand drawn. I guess is what I'm getting at. Instead of being like computer generated. Um, and it's just something that you don't see. So that that's why Cuphead gets my vote. Um, next is best narrative. What remains of Edith Finch, Nier Automata, Hellblades, uh, whatever her name is, Wolfenstein 2, or Horizon Zero Dawn? I'm going to skip this one for myself. I've not played any of them. Uh, Hellblade is my choice there. Okay. Horizon Zero Dawn for me. All right. After that is best game direction. Wolfenstein 2, Resident Evil 7, Biohazard. Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild, Super Mario Odyssey, or Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, Breath of the Wild wins this one for me. Um, well, Resident Evil wins this one for me. I think in the direction that the game went was completely different than how the games have been. It brought the game back from the terrible thing that was like Resident Evil 5 and 6 that it was. Uh, I, I think 7 was fantastic in every aspect of the, the situation, and I can't wait to see more of it, so that's why I'm choosing that. My vote goes to Breath of the Wild, um, kind of for the same reason that Tim picked Resident Evil 7. Yeah. Um, <laughs> basically, we haven't seen this in a, uh, in a Zelda game before, uh, as far as the weapon system goes, crafting system, even the, uh, the open world. Um, not even necessarily the open world, but the, the way that you get to choose what you do next, um, even you know, right from the start. So that's why Breath of the Wild gets my vote. All right. It, here, here we go. go. A brawl is surely brewing. <laughs> um, so next is game of the year. Woo. Recognizing a game that delivers the absolute best experience across all creative and technical fields. Your choices are Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, Super Mario Odyssey, Player Unknown's Battleground, Persona 5, and Horizon Zero Dawn. So... I... <laughs> Let's just get this out of the way, man. You guys both feel like Breath of the Wild should be the choice, right? I uh, yes, that's me. Per yes. Yep, that is. Well, my I vote. think Resident Evil Seven should be the choice, but out of the list we have here, yes, I believe Legend of Zelda should be the choice. That's um, okay, <laughs> so moving on, uh, I am torn on this list. Originally, I said Super Mario Odyssey when we first talked about this in our own private talking, 
Um, but I have taken that from my list because Super Mario Odyssey is a lot of fun. It's a great game. But Breath of the Wild, between those two, I think Breath of the Wild may be the better game. It changed its formula quite a bit. And it, it I feel that it actually propelled the Switch into success. Yeah. I think without Breath of the Wild, you have a poor console launch. And so it carried an entire console, therefore company, on its shoulders. Yeah, I can um, agree with that. I think where Breath of the Wild falters is its story. Like, it does have a lot of puzzle. Yeah. It does I, yeah. have a lot of um, exploration stuff. And there is a story there. Like, you meet the four guardians or whatever they were called. It's been almost a year. I can't remember. Um, and you know, Champions. You're, you're champions, thank you. You're hunting down Ganon, and you get to choose whether you go to the castle or you go to the guardians to make it easier. Anyway, long story short... And you can find the story to there with like the what are, there are hidden things you can take pictures of with your um, what's your thing called your Sheikah slate is that it yeah 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 that you can take and it unlocks more of the story but it's not prevalent and I don't like you need to have a story that is both pre- that that's prevalent and underlying I feel like um, if you want to do something like that if you're gonna hide story elements that's great. But have stuff that's obvious too, and I and that that completes the story. And I just I don't know. I felt like that was weak. Gameplay wise, uh, it's a breath of fresh air. Ah. Uh. The inventory is um, th- well, it's okay as a breath. I mean, still hack and slashy and stuff. But the it, the whole inventory management, the item management, with the whole um, uh, switching out weapons and stuff. But it also feels weird uh, because it's not. I don't know. It just feels different. It just feels too different from Zelda for me sometimes. Hmm. Um, so you prefer them to keep the to same formula that. in every game ever. Yeah. Uh, Player on <laughs> Battleground, it says right here, uh, best experience across all creative, and I will give you that. I've had a great experience playing that game with my friends and creating memories, as I've already talked about, but and technical fields. The game is a shit show as far as optimization goes and it you know i don't have the best computer in the world but i also don't have the worst like i have a pretty good computer that can play most games um at pretty high settings and player notes battleground just it just can't do it and you're at a disadvantage if you don't have that computer yeah oh that's a, that, that or if you use the settings on high mm-hmm. like you you put yourself at a disadvantage right and that's a bad that's bad to some degree anyway um horizon zero dawn i've not played it looks really cool. I'm sure it's a great game. So there you go. Persona I hear I hear the story's great. I, I feel bad that it's taken me almost a year that I I still haven't played it. But like I said, I I don't want to play through a game if there's a better way to experience it. Yeah. So I'm waiting until I get my pro. And I get that. I only just recently got a PS4. That's the reason I haven't played it. But it is on my list of games to play. So therefore, we come down to Persona Five. Persona Five is my game of the year. I've not even beaten the goddamn game. Um. I'm not even, like, halfway into the game. I'm, like, 25% of the game, maybe. Okay. Um, and all of us already, like, stories... See, I don't know. I don't even know that it's my game of the year. I just think it's my game of the year on this list. It's got a very strong story. The gameplay is, for the most part, pretty recycled from previous Persona games. Um, but they always add their little spin to it and stuff. Um... 
I love the fact that you're a high school student and you have to balance like your social life and being like adventuring and stuff and like actually uh, doing all the social stuff actually levels up certain things and gives you different perks and such uh, when you hit new levels with that category of friend. Um, I don't know, it's just, a, it's just a, it's a cool take, but it also has been done before. Um, so honestly, this whole list kind of pisses me off because I don't, like last year was The Witcher 3. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And The Witcher yeah. 3 is such a strong game. It's so good. But I'm probably going to have to change my answer to Breath of the Wild. Uh, I think I'll say Breath of the Wild. Trevor, you go ahead. No, that um, I think I pretty much said my piece on Breath of the Wild. Um, just to kind of recap, Mario Odyssey is great, um, but I, I wouldn't consider it game of the year. I think it's one of the best Mario games I've ever played. Oh, easy. Uh, but as far as like best game that I've played this year, I don't think so. Um, PUBG, um, I stand with Zach on this. I don't think that you can. I don't think you should put a an unfinished game on here. Um, Especially with all the the technical issues that they have with it, yeah. um, granted it, it's still a an outstanding multiplayer experience. So maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it should be allowed on there because of the experience that it provides. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, it it kind of goes into what what rules do you have to follow for a game to qualify for game of the year? And maybe that's all it is. Maybe it's just that it it delivers the best experience in in all categories. And maybe that is PUBG. But but for me, it, it's not. Um, Persona 5, I'd, I'd want to play it I just picked it up on Black Friday but I can't speak to it um, and Horizon Zero Dawn from what I played I loved it uh, I can tell that there's a great story uh, behind it and uh, really fun combat mechanics but again I can't speak to it since I haven't played through it all the way um, Breath of the Wild, it, it blew me away first Switch experience um, one, of, one of the most fun Zelda experiences um, that I can remember the fact that they had voice acting in it, um, which I know sounds silly, but it really brought the the champions in Zelda to life. Um, and just kind of exploring all the secrets. Um, yeah. You could g go wherever you wanted to go. Um, I, it was the, one of the, the best experiences that I've had with gaming this year, and that's why it's my game of the year. Here's what won me over with, with Zelda. Was that weekend that I hung out at your place, and we were planning on doing a bunch of stuff, and yeah. all we did was play Zelda. Yep. Not even my copy of Zelda. Like, I'm I'm pretty notorious about, like, if I play something, like, if I play it on your profile or whatever, I'll never pick that game up because I don't like to <laughs> do a replay thing. Yeah. Um, and I picked it up and replayed through both, all of that. And so I think that's what tipped it for me in the fact that it, it carried a whole console's launch. Like, no one bought a piece and built a PC to play player unknowns. No one right. bought maybe some people did but not the numbers that you would hear about people standing in line uh, bought a PS4 to play Persona 5 or Horizon Zero Dawn um, whereas people wanted to play Zelda like people have been aching for a new Zelda game and uh, I, th I think most people would agree that it delivered so yeah I think Breath of the Wild went Breath of the Wild wins it despite the fact that I said a lot of different things in chat um, amongst us personally Tim? Oh, I can talk now. Okay, so my opinion, <laughs> you're fine. Uh, my opinion is Breath of the Wild from this list that we're given here. Uh, just because Mario Odyssey, I felt, was the same. 
I mean, it's a fun game, but again, it's the same formula. You you get you, there, there's one new thing, and then it's the same thing in a Mario game, basically. Um, I I don't think one a game that's not finished should ever be on a game of the year list. Um, if it's not officially released, it shouldn't be there. And I don't know if I'd ever give a game game of the year if it's a strictly one game style multiplayer to begin with. Um, I think that's asking for a lot for a game that literally has one game mode. Um, not counting squads and stuff, you know, it's still the same game mode. Persona 5, I'm sure, is great. I just not played it. Same with Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, I love Zelda. I thought it was a great game, especially to pick up with the Switch. It did take the old Zelda formula and add in a ton of new elements to it, which just it broadened the thing. When you could pick up random weapons and stuff like that around the world, and, and stuff just blew me away. Cooking, all that stuff. There's just a lot of elements on top of the how many little dungeons and that, that stuff. That There's lots that you could do. Um, the story was there, like you said, Zach, a little lackluster in, in terms of like it's not in your face, this is what's going on. Um, but it was fun. I enjoyed it. I, Out of the list we have here, that is definitely the game of the year for me. Yeah. And those are the game awards. <laughs> so I, I will we'll match that up with what actually happens on December 7th. Uh, make sure you... You tune in and watch yourself. Uh, the voting is still open if you got Well, it might still be open by the time you see this. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't predict the future, but uh, we'll, we'll see. Maybe, uh, maybe, well, uh, maybe some of our choices will be uh, up there with the, uh, the winners. But regardless of whether our choices win or not, um, I'm excited to see uh, the new game announcements. I so, agree. like I meant... Kind of mentioned earlier, I've heard the, the rumblings of Soul Calibur Six, and then a brand new IP that supposedly blew uh, Jeff Keighley away. Um, and from the bottom of my heart, please, please give me another Death Stranding trailer. That's all I really want out of the Game Awards. Just, just show me some gameplay, show me something more. Um, I know Kojima's uh, big, uh, big friends with Jeff Keighley, so maybe he's got something special cooking up for the Game Awards here. Metal Gear Survivor. No, what? no, stop, <laughs> stop. Don't even get them started. Uh, Tim, yeah, better. different podcast. <laughs> I think that's it. Any uh, any last uh, remarks on the Game Awards? I think Resident Evil should have been on that Game of the Year list. <clears throat> okay, anyway, go ahead. Well, uh, if that's it, uh, friendly reminder, we are not sponsored by Chic, uh, Chic Ultra Pro, Hydro, whatever it is. So uh, don't, don't sue us again. <laughs> Um, Again, we, uh, like in the right. we recorded this week. Right. <laughs> we already got like a cease and desist. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's our podcast. We're looking forward to seeing who wins. Um, but in the meantime, uh, check out our other content. Hopefully Tim will be back streaming. He's not been feeling the greatest, yeah. but hopefully he'll be back streaming on Twitch Monday through Thursday. And our, our uh, good friend Trey, he's uh, Friday and Saturday now. So follow us over on uh, for, for All Man of Kind over on Twitch. Got our YouTube channel and uh, Google Play and iTunes that uh, you might be listening to this podcast on. Uh, but in the meantime, appreciate the support, and we'll see you guys next week. Later, guys.